Today I want to talk about television. This is episode two of the Live Good, Live Well podcast. Today is Monday, October 15th, 2018, and this is Beth of Live Good, Live Well. I stopped watching television about 12 years ago, maybe 11 years ago, somewhere in there. That gave me, a lot of people would think that that took away something. That gave me time and energy and mental space to focus on what I wanted to do instead of what someone else was trying to program my life to do. I would sit at lunch at my job then at a large telecom company um, amongst coworkers and, and friends and they would talk about what they were going to do for the evening and what they did the previous evening and it all revolved around what television shows that they were watching and what they were looking forward to and how their their evenings were just constructed to sit in front of the television and and that was what that was what their their evenings and, and life consisted of outside of work for the most part they had other hobbies and things like that but their weekday evenings consisted largely of sitting in front of the television this is a miserable activity to me some people enjoy it some people love it some people do it because they don't have any other uh, ways to spend their time that they that they've invested in and that's fine too that's why we're talking about this what that gave to me when I gave up, I'll say when I released television from from my daily life, it gave me time to read, it gave me time to create, it gave me time to be flexible with socializing. So if there was a dinner after work, or if there was a friend that wanted to hang out, or if there was an event that I wanted to go to, or a movie I wanted to see, or a trip to take, I had no restrictions in that regard. My evenings didn't revolve around the number of uh, television shows that I could fit into the few hours after work and before going to bed. I could go out and try new restaurants and not feel obligated to be home by 7.30 or 8 o'clock. I could read, I could try to paint, I could write, I could learn to make leather things, I could learn a new trade or a new skill without really that restriction of of time. I could take on a second job. I could, you know, spend time doing the things that I enjoyed doing that gave to my life instead of taking away from it. I mostly still practice this today. We had we have a television in our home for our son. He watches cartoons on it, but I honestly haven't touched the remote except to pick it up and put it away um, really in months. I don't typically watch TV. It's something that is stressful to me because it takes away from doing all of the things mentioned above. And also, I also feel the need to constantly be doing something. And I don't mean that in a, and I always need to feel busy to keep my mind preoccupied sort of way. I just, if there are, if there are dishes to do or laundry to be done or work to do or ideas in my head to write about, I don't want to have to um, have that restriction of I'll do it when the show is over. I want to be able to use my time freely for the the small chunks of of time that I do have to spend that as I want.
My partner is a painter, so in her free time, once we've got our little one in bed and other things are taken care of, she sneaks out to a garage where we have a makeshift studio kind of space set up for her, and she goes out to paint. Or if it's um, if it's a different kind of evening, we'll work on our, our website, so we'll work on other things together um, to maintain our, our side businesses. So we really don't have that together that we... You know, we watch this show on Tuesday nights or this show on Thursday nights or, or whatever the case is. We don't have that sense of guilt if we miss a show because we need to go to a Cub Scout meeting on a Tuesday evening or we, you know, need to go to a networking event on a, on a Thursday evening. We just don't have that uh, restriction in our life. Nor do we have the expense of a, we'll call it a, a $200 cable bill that, you know, we would watch the same four channels of. We have other services like Netflix and Hulu and a few other things for our, our little one, but we don't have that large overhead of 5,000 channels and we watch the same three on repeat. Other people may love watching TV and that is completely fine. Some people need that time to unwind and to zone out and to um, to laugh at something like a sitcom, or to feel something like in the show This Is Us, or to have the intellectual stimuli of a show like The Big Bang Theory, or uh, you know any of the other other shows that are out there. Some people love the visual stimulation and the dramatics of the shows on HD, HGTV, and that's really cool too. I just don't find it being an addition to my own life, so I released that some time ago, and it has given me more than I can describe in a few minutes of a podcast. I've learned to make leather goods. I've traveled extensively. Um, I'm starting to write a book. Um, I've written a lot of blog posts. Um, I've learned more than I've recently learned uh, that I've learned more than most doctors have in nutritional education. Uh, I learned on Dr. Mark Hyman's podcast um, that doctors get zero nutritional training as it relates to the human body in medical school. And I just find that so detrimental and heartbreaking because we are what we eat and if the doctors and the medical community is not up to speed on and they're not being trained on what we put into our body then where and how do they learn that they're learning medicine but not health so the hair the healthcare system is really the medical treatment system and not watching TV has given me time throughout the last several years to read extensively on how what we put in our body affects how our body lives and how it utilizes energy and creates energy and flushes out toxins and consumes uh, pesticides and consumes organic and non-organic food and drinks and the things that we put on our body are just as important uh, to consider. We could start in our shower and look there to see, you know, can I pronounce these ingredients in my shampoo? Those are touching my skin and thus I'm ingesting some 
in my body. So all of these things have come from not watching TV. And I find that fascinating because I often wonder what other people are missing out on giving themselves because they're zoning out in front of a television each night. I know this is a highly controversial topic. Uh, I often talk about those, but hopefully in a respectful manner. And I really want to inspire people to consider how they're spending their time, how we are consuming both information and food and drinks and uh, material goods, and how we can make incremental changes on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis or decision by decision basis to improve our lives and the life of those around us one decision at a time. That might be the, the small decision of ordering a water at a restaurant instead of a soda. It might be a larger decision of getting rid of stuff in your home. It might be a much larger and more impactful decision like going back to school or switching careers or having a baby or not having a baby, adopting a child, um, adopting a puppy, um, taking on a volunteer role or opportunity. All of these different things come with with a time commitment and a monetary commitment in some cases and when we have the time to do those then it just frees up this this extra energy that would otherwise be essentially wasted I very much enjoy going to see movies I think that the movie industry is full of messages and Going to a movie theater instead of watching a movie at home is still something that's very sacred to me, and I hope that does not change. There are these predictions that move, the movie-going experience will will change and kind of go away with the rise of virtual reality. And while some of that may be true, going to the movie theater gives us this temporary vacation. You know, we can sit for two hours in a dark theater and not have any responsibilities for that two-hour period. That's very similar to a vacation trip. A lot of people go on vacation and they have this magical experience because they don't have the stresses of all the chores and the demands of home and their schedule and things. They might read a book for the first time in years. They might reconnect with their spouse or their kids for the first time in years because they're able to focus and really enjoy themselves without the, the mental weight and the expectations of being this person or being this role or being this um, figure that they normally are. They can be more of themselves and relax and, um, you know, just go with the flow. And there's a lot to be said for that. That deviates a little bit from the topic of not watching TV, but um, not much because it's all in the, in the concept, context of giving us more time to spend in the day on the things that we want to do and the things that make us feel good versus what makes us feel not so good. Sitting in, sitting on the couch um, is not one of my favorite things to do. I feel like I need to be sick or not feeling well and I need to rest if I'm sitting on a couch or if I'm, um, you know, quote unquote relaxing or resting during the day. I sleep very well at night and 
you know, that's, that's something that I'm very grateful for, but I think it's because I go, 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 go throughout the day, and I try to get as much done in a day as possible. Again, that comes from not watching television. I also had some experiences uh, growing up of being ignored while other people were watching television. And eating in front of a TV is one of my least favorite activities probably of all times because eating is such a such a mindful experience and it takes the mindfulness away from it. You know, I think of TV trays and TV dinners or microwave food or very fast food in front of a TV is just, you know, just poisonous activity. Um, cooking a meal from fresh ingredients is one of the most mindful things that we can do for ourselves. You know, if we know where our food comes from and how it's prepared, and that's prepared with love and care, then I just think it makes it so much better than microwaving a frozen pizza or, you know, grabbing a, a Pop-Tart or a bowl of cereal or something like that. You know, if we're physically cutting up onions and potatoes and, and preparing meat or rice or pasta or quinoa or whatever your your preferences are if we're putting all of that stuff together that's an act of love and you know even if we're cooking for ourselves that's an act of self-love and that's one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is to prepare our own meals and then sit and eat it with just a level of appreciation and gratitude and mindfulness and that doesn't happen when we eat it in front of a television zoned out trying to forget you know, about the stressful day that we had. I think that being ignored is a very touchy response in my life because of that. And as a parent, I'm working on communication with their young one and respect and things of that nature and to teach another person uh, the things that I've learned through uncomfortable and challenging and hurtful situations makes me think of it in another way. You know, what's important to me may not be important to him, but I feel like it should be because of X, Y, and Z. You know, if this, then that. If I feel this way because this happened to me, I don't want him to um, make others feel this way. He's in a different generation and a different attention span and a different time, so I have to relate that to things that he can relate to. I also have to remember that he's a kid and kids love cartoons and, um, you know, there's a lot of good that, that can come from that too. Uh, a lot of lessons are written into a lot of shows and a lot of cartoons now, so I don't discount that one bit. Like I said, I love movies and me creating a podcast is, is something similar to um, a radio station. Um, and now where there used to be a limited number of radio stations, now we have an infinite number of radio stations as well as uh, the different video platforms. There's YouTube and Facebook and IGTV and Vimeo. All of these different platforms now have the opportunity to allow every one of us to create our own podcast slash radio station and TV channel, you know, um, there's, there's limitless opportunities with this, and, and I don't take that lightly, and I think the quality of the content will only continue to improve, as well as the volume will continue to expand as more people get a, a bit braver and start talking into a microphone 
and putting it out on the internet for people to listen to, watch, share, comment on, tear apart, rip apart, and, you know, learn from, ultimately. I have a vast amount of appreciation for technology and what it allows us to to learn because and you know I, I've I feel like I've quadrupled or, or exponentially multiplied my education because of the internet far beyond what I learned in grade school or in college because of the amount of information we're able to consume now we can read while we're watching while we're listening while we're watching another video you know we can we can have multiple screens I have an iPad that I'm recording into right now sitting by an iPhone in front of an iMac with an with a MacBook Air behind me being charged so the number of devices the ability for us to utilize this technology is just amazing to me it gives us so much opportunity to to learn to create to share uh, you know to just vastly improve our experiences here by learning um, I just think there's so much to be to be had from that um, we can listen to podcasts in the car you know uh, TV was very limited even 15 years ago to a television set or maybe a computer if you had fast internet speeds and now it's, it's so rapidly changing and becoming more available we can watch you know we can watch videos on our phone while we're driving we should not we should be safe safety first but um, you know in theory you can and we could listen to podcasts we can listen to um, live concerts on YouTube that somebody recorded for us. We can listen to um, Oprah's Masterclass, we can, you know, all Tim Ferriss. Um, all of these things are literally at our fingertips, and I can't fathom why we would still continue to ingest mind food that's not healthy. It's like eating junk food out of a vending machine. Why would you do that if you have all of these other options that are much healthier for you. Those are a brief, brief capsule of my thoughts on television and technology today. I would love to hear what you have to say. You can reach me at beth at livegoodlivewell.com. You can find my website at livegoodlivewell.com as well as Facebook and Instagram, livegoodlivewell. Again, this was Beth with Live Good, Live Well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you learned anything from it, I would appreciate so much if you shared it out with at least one person. Uh, I want to grow this into a life-changing and life-altering and educational outlet for anybody that needs to hear it. Uh, upcoming episodes will have guests on them talking about different topics that have changed their lives and that they would like to share with with the, with the audience. So again, if you would share this out, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, cheers. Today I want to talk about television. 
This is episode two of the Live Good, Live Well podcast. Today is Monday, October 15th, 2018, and this is Beth of Live Good, Live Well. I stopped watching television about 12 years ago, maybe 11 years ago, somewhere in there. That gave me, a lot of people would think that that took away something. That gave me time and energy and mental space to focus on what I wanted to do instead of what someone else was trying to program my life to do. I would sit at lunch at my job then at a large telecom company um, amongst coworkers and and friends and they would talk about what they were going to do for the evening and what they did the previous evening and it all revolved around what television shows that they were watching and what they were looking forward to and how their their evenings were just constructed to sit in front of the television and and that was what that was what their their evenings and and life consisted of outside of work for the most part they had other hobbies and things like that but their weekday evenings consisted largely of sitting in front of the television this is a miserable activity to me. Some people enjoy it, some people love it, some people do it because they don't have any other uh, ways to spend their time that, they, that they've that they invested in. And that's fine too, that's why we're talking about this. What that gave to me when I gave up, I'll say when I released television from, from my daily life, it gave me time to read, it gave me time to create, it gave me time to be flexible with socializing. So if there was a dinner after work, or if there was a friend that wanted to hang out, or if there was an event that I wanted to go to, or a movie I wanted to see, or a trip to take, I had no restrictions in that regard. My evenings didn't revolve around the number of uh, television shows that I could fit into the few hours after work and before going to bed. I could go out and try new restaurants and not feel obligated to be home by 7.30 or 8 o'clock. I could read, I could try to paint, I could write, I could learn to make leather things, I could learn a new trade or a new skill without really that restriction of, of time. I could take on a second job, I could know spend time doing the things that I enjoyed doing that gave to my life instead of taking away from it I mostly still practice this today we had we have a television in our home for our son he watches cartoons on it but I honestly haven't touched the remote except to pick it up and put it away um, really in months I don't typically watch TV it's something that is stressful to me because It takes away from doing all of the things mentioned above. And also, I also feel the need to constantly be doing something. And I don't mean that in a, and I always need to feel busy to keep my mind preoccupied sort of way. I just, if there are, if there are dishes to do or laundry to be done or work to do or ideas in my head to write about, I don't want to have to, um, have that restriction of I'll do it when the show is over. I want to be able to use my time freely for the the small chunks of of time that I do have to spend that as I want. My partner is a painter 
So in her free time, once we've got our little one in bed and other things are taken care of, she sneaks out to a garage where we have a makeshift studio kind of space set up for her and she goes out to paint. Or if it's, um, if it's a different kind of evening, we'll work on our, our websites or we'll work on other things together um, to maintain our, our side businesses. So we really don't have that together that we, you know, we watch this show on Tuesday nights or this show on Thursday nights or, or whatever the case is. We don't have that sense of guilt if we miss a show because we need to go to a Cub Scout meeting on a Tuesday evening or we, you know, need to go to a networking event on a, on a Thursday evening. We just don't have that uh, restriction in our life. Nor do we have the expense of a, we'll call it a, a $200 cable bill that, you know, we would watch the same four channels of. We have other services like Netflix and Hulu and a few other things for our, our little one, but we don't have that large overhead of 5,000 channels and we watch the same three on repeat. Other people may love watching TV and that is completely fine. Some people need that time to unwind and to zone out and to um, to laugh at something like a sitcom, or to feel something like in the show This Is Us, or to have the intellectual stimuli of a show like The Big Bang Theory, or uh, you know any of the other other shows that are out there. Some people love the visual stimulation and the dramatics of the shows on HD, HGTV, and that's really cool too. I just don't find it being an addition to my own life, so I released that some time ago, and it has given me more than I can describe in a few minutes of a podcast. I've learned to make leather goods. I've traveled extensively. Um, I'm starting to write a book. Um, I've written a lot of blog posts. Um, I've learned more than I've recently learned uh, that I've learned more than most doctors have in nutritional education. Uh, I learned on Dr. Mark Hyman's podcast um, that doctors get zero nutritional training as it relates to the human body in medical school. And I just find that so detrimental and heartbreaking because we are what we eat and if the doctors and the medical community is not up to speed on and they're not being trained on what we put into our body then where and how do they learn that they're learning medicine but not health so the hair the healthcare system is really the medical treatment system and not watching TV has given me time throughout the last several years to read extensively on how what we put in our body affects how our body lives and how it utilizes energy and creates energy and flushes out toxins and consumes uh, pesticides and consumes organic and non-organic food and drinks and the things that we put on our body are just as important uh, to consider. We could start in our shower and look there to see, you know, can I pronounce these ingredients in my shampoo? Those are touching my skin and thus I'm ingesting some in my body. So all of these things 
have come from not watching TV. And I find that fascinating because I often wonder what other people are missing out on giving themselves because they're zoning out in front of a television each night. I know this is a highly controversial topic. Uh, I often talk about those, but hopefully in a respectful manner. And I really want to inspire people to consider how they're spending their time, how we are consuming both information and food and drinks and uh, material goods, and how we can make incremental changes on a daily basis, or a weekly basis, or a monthly basis, or decision by decision basis, to improve our lives and the life of those around us, one decision at a time. That might be the, the small decision of ordering a water at a restaurant instead of a soda. It might be a larger decision of getting rid of stuff in your home. It might be a much larger and more impactful decision like going back to school or switching careers or having a baby or not having a baby, adopting a child, um, adopting a puppy, um, taking on a volunteer role or opportunity. All of these different things come with, with a time commitment and a monetary commitment in some cases. And when we have the time to do those, then it just frees up this this extra energy that would otherwise be essentially wasted. I very much enjoy going to see movies. I think that the movie industry is full of messages, and going to a movie theater instead of watching a movie at home is still something that's very sacred to me, and I hope that does not change. There are these predictions that move the movie going experience will will change and kind of go away with the rise of virtual reality and while some of that may be true going to the movie theater gives us this temporary vacation you know we can sit for two hours in a dark theater and not have any responsibilities for that two hour period that's very similar to a vacation trip a lot of people go on vacation and they have this magical experience because they don't have the stresses of all the chores and the demands of home and their schedule and things. They might read a book for the first time in years. They might reconnect with their spouse or their kids for the first time in years because they're able to focus and really enjoy themselves without the, the mental weight and the expectations of being this person or being this role or being this... Um, figure that they normally are. They can be more of themselves and relax and, um, you know, just go with the flow. And there's a lot to be said for that. That deviates a little bit from the topic of not watching TV, but um, not much because it's all in the, in the concept, context of giving us more time to spend in the day on the things that we want to do and the things that make us feel good versus what makes us feel not so good. Sitting in, sitting on the couch um, is not one of my favorite things to do. I feel like I need to be sick or not feeling well and I need to rest if I'm sitting on a couch or if I'm, um, you know, quote unquote, relaxing or resting during the day. I sleep very well at night and, you know, that's, 
that's something that I'm very grateful for, but I think it's because I go, 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 go throughout the day. And I try to get as much done in a day as possible. Again, that comes from not watching television. I also had some experiences uh, growing up of being ignored while other people were watching television. And eating in front of a TV is one of my least favorite activities probably of all times because eating is such a such a mindful experience and it takes the mindfulness away from it you know I think of TV trays and TV dinners or microwave food or very fast food in front of a TV is just you know just poisonous activity um, cooking a meal from fresh ingredients is one of the most mindful things that we can do for ourselves you know if we know where our food comes from and how it's prepared and that's prepared with love and care then I just think it makes it so much better than microwaving a frozen pizza or you know grabbing a, a pop-tart or a bowl of cereal or something like that you know if we're physically cutting up onions and potatoes and, and preparing meat or rice or pasta or quinoa whatever your your preferences are if we're putting all of that stuff together that's an act of love and you know even if we're cooking for ourselves that's an act of self-love and that's one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is to prepare our own meals and then sit and eat it with just a level of appreciation and gratitude and mindfulness and that doesn't happen when we eat it in front of a television zoned out trying to forget you know, about the stressful day that we had. I think that being ignored is a very touchy response in my life because of that. And as a parent, I'm working on communication with their young one and respect and things of that nature. And to teach another person uh, the things that I've learned through uncomfortable and challenging and hurtful situations makes me think of it in another way. You know, what's important to me may not be important to him, but I feel like it should be because of X, Y, and Z. You know, if this, then that. If I feel this way because this happened to me, I don't want him to um, make others feel this way. He's in a different generation and a different attention span and a different time, so I have to relate that to things that he can relate to. I also have to remember that he's a kid and kids love cartoons and, um, you know, there's a lot of good that, that can come from that too. Uh, a lot of lessons are written into a lot of shows and a lot of cartoons now, so I don't discount that one bit. Like I said, I love movies and me creating a podcast is, is something similar to um, a radio station. Um, and now where there used to be a limited number of radio stations, now we have an infinite number of radio stations as well as uh, the different video platforms. There's YouTube and Facebook and IGTV and Vimeo. All of these different platforms now have the opportunity to allow every one of us to create our own podcast slash radio station and TV channel. You know, um, there's, there's limitless opportunities with this and and I don't take that lightly and I think the quality of the content will only continue to improve as well as the volume will continue to expand as more people get a, a bit braver and start talking into a microphone and putting it out 
on the internet for people to listen to, watch, share, comment on, tear apart, rip apart, and, you know, learn from, ultimately. I have a vast amount of appreciation for technology and what it allows us to to learn because and you know I, I've I feel like I've quadrupled or, or exponentially multiplied my education because of the internet far beyond what I learned in grade school or in college because of the amount of information we're able to consume now we can read while we're watching while we're listening while we're watching another video you know we can we can have multiple screens I have an iPad that I'm recording into right now sitting by an iPhone in front of an iMac with an with a MacBook Air behind me being charged so the number of devices the ability for us to utilize this technology is just amazing to me it gives us so much opportunity to to learn to create to share uh, you know to just vastly improve our experiences here by learning um, I just think there's so much to be to be had from that um, we can listen to podcasts in the car you know uh, TV was very limited even 15 years ago to a television set or maybe a computer if you had fast internet speeds and now it's, it's so rapidly changing and becoming more available we can watch you know we can watch videos on our phone while we're driving we should not we should be safe safety first but um, you know in theory you can and we could listen to podcasts we can listen to um, live concerts on YouTube that somebody recorded for us. We can listen to um, Oprah's Masterclass, we can, you know, all Tim Ferriss. Um, all of these things are literally at our fingertips, and I can't fathom why we would still continue to ingest mind food that's not healthy. It's like eating junk food out of a vending machine. Why would you do that if you have all of these other options that are much healthier for you. Those are a brief, brief capsule of my thoughts on television and technology today. I would love to hear what you have to say. You can reach me at beth at livegoodlivewell.com. You can find my website at livegoodlivewell.com as well as Facebook and Instagram, livegoodlivewell. Again, this was Beth with Live Good, Live Well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you learned anything from it, I would appreciate so much if you shared it out with at least one person. Uh, I want to grow this into a life-changing and life-altering and educational outlet for anybody that needs to hear it. Uh, upcoming episodes will have guests on them talking about different topics that have changed their lives and that they would like to share with with the, with the audience. So again, if you would share this out, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, cheers.